All right, welcome back, everybody. And yeah, you guessed it. It's podcast in a car. I'm coming back from the great metropolis of Salisbury, North Carolina, where I have an office, to the bigger metropolis of Mooresville, North Carolina. And I'm in the back roads with all my best friends that are cows. Actually, I'm passing a llama farm. Pretty cute. It's getting close to spring, and there is nothing cuter than a little llama. You say that five times. Well, okay, as I mentioned, I'm going to do a little Q&A. I got asked today by Amy uh, and Carolyn uh, out of their Mooresville office to talk about something they're seeing more of, and that's D. D is in dog. I love dogs. Eight. They're seeing that, and patients are <sighs> buying this stuff at the gas station. Henceforth, a new class of drugs. And I'm going to call these uh, the gas station class. The gas station class, very similar to the uh, head shop class, uh, it's where you can go to the gas station and buy your drug. And in this case, it's D, as in dog, 8. And apparently there's a D10 out there, but I haven't seen that one. So, <clears throat> here we have it. <clears throat> We've got D8 showing up on drug screens. You can probably have to ask for it. It's going to be a boutique test. It's going to be niched out. But we do that, and we're doing that with Kratom, which I'll talk about in a second, and we're doing that with ETS, ETG. What's that? Alcohol. So what we see is D8. Well, D8... Um, <clears throat> What, how, how, can I, how can I put this? Take a uh, THC substance, tetrahydrocannabinol, okay, delta tetrahydrocannabinol, right? That's the active hallucinogen or substance that is so desirable in the marijuana plant uh, that gets you high, basically gets you high. Doesn't do anything medically, I guess, that we know of right now. And, you know, it took, <laughs> it took less time for us to see the medical benefits of alcohol than it did for us to get the 1,000-plus uh, years right on kratom and marijuana. So here we have it. We have uh, the new gas station class. And as you know, that's rule four, know thy drugs. Rule one, right? Pain is a description. It's not an entity. Rule two, you must have a diagnosis. Rule three, if you think it's entirely psychosomatic or you believe in something else that's probably real, but this isn't real. In other words, it's not in your definition of treatable entities. You can't treat it well, and so you got to refer it out. And I think I've covered that pretty clearly. The folks that don't believe in fibromyalgia, interstitial cystitis, chronic fatigue, migraine headaches, etc., Refer that. <clears throat> Number four, know your classes of drug. No five classes and five D. But here we have what, oh, ring the bell. It could be a new class of drugs. These are the gas station class uh, of the over-the-counter drugs that have uh, moderate hallucinogenic properties, maybe more, that have um, some type of of potential for abuse vis-a-vis -vis kratom, kava, 
uh, and others. But there they are. <clears throat> They're sitting there uh, at the counter as you're, you're walking out and you go, well, I won't get that five-hour energy shot. I'm going to try this D8. From those that have used it, according to Dr. Google, <clears throat> it does have hallucinogenic capacity. D10 does as well. It's a variant of D9, which is the active ingredient in the marijuana plant, tetrahydrocannabinol. Okay? So, there you have it. You have one more thing for us to worry about. Uh, that's D8. And it's, I'm going to class as a hallucinogen. Uh, I don't think you're going to get trippy. It doesn't sound like it anyway. It sounds like people do like the feeling of relaxation, a little euphoria probably, uh, sedative qualities. They just say, man, this is good. It's over-the-counter. It's cheap. I'm not tearing my liver up with the beer. And, <clears throat> you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this again. Oh, what's this over here? This one is called Kratom. It's another class in the gas station class. Um, Kratom, I've talked about it a little bit. It's an evergreen uh, plant from Southeast Asia. Um, it's got a long name. I'm not going to tell you the boring name, the long name. It's uh, a drug that is a drug, and it is basically a, a street drug. Okay? Oh, Mutraginum. Okay? And that's speciosa. That's the long name. It has an opium-like effect. It is potentially habituating or dependency-prone. And it, it's out there. And it can be used every day. You don't know what's in it. You don't know how it's tested. Oh, sure, labs are going to say, well, here's my results. Are they independently verified? I don't know. What you're buying in a gas station is what you're getting. Well, that's right next to the kava. Well, what is kava? Well, that's a root. And kava, they say, as it is worldwide available, not habituating and not habit-forming. It's kind of got a dopamine-like effect that may affect the GABA receptors. That's gamma amino butyric acid receptors. And... <clears throat> It's not really restricted, whereas Kratom in the U.K. is restricted. In Europe, it's restricted. That may tell you something. Uh, Kratom has also been looked at at the Mayo Clinic and felt to be uh, a, a bad actor, bad monkey. And it's, um, it's not supported at all through the literature. If you do a PubMed search, you'll see that there are deaths associated with Kratom. Over the past few years, about 40. But there are societies and Facebook groups that have abundance of enthusiasm regarding Kratom. Probably because of euphoria. Probably because of the sedation. They say it's a natural drug. And therefore, it comes from a plant. How could it be bad if it comes from a plant? Well, nightshade and belladonna come from plants too. You know? Digitalis comes from a plant, and it can be toxic as hell. Um, I think you get the idea. So, 
we choose these gas station drugs with caution. Okay. There is a push to get psilocybin or the mushroom drug, uh, which is a hallucinogen and legal in some parts of the United States for religious regions, to get it pushed through to help with anxiety, to help with situational depression and the like. That's not going to be a good idea. I'd hate to be whipping down the highway with a 18-wheeler on my right and you on the left nibbling a mushroom bud. Okay. So, <clears throat> Kratom and Kava, they have differences. Kava probably is much less toxic and not habit for me. Kratom, it's an opiate agonist. That means it's got opioid effect. Come on now. Come on. Be careful. We got enough problems with opioids in the world and opioid like drugs and habit forming chemicals and uh, compounds and uh, molecules. So, you know, there's very few items in the world, chemical items, about a hundred, maybe a little bit more, that are habit forming. And opioids are one of them. Okay? All right. So it's worldwide, and that's a cavalry. Um, okay. So this brings us to uh, cannabidiol, CBD. CBD's freaking everywhere now. Uh, some of it's good, some of it's bad. For it to be legal, it's got to have a THC content of less than 0.3%. And let me tell you something. The manufacturer... Uh, taking the THC down from some of these plants, the hemp, whatever, that's coming in to um, be um, manufactured for consumption in America, it's, it's probably really hard. I've heard it's expensive and it's hard to manufacture uh, CBD, and that's probably why it's a little expensive. It'll get cheaper. But this is the deal. It comes as a phytocannabinoid. Um, it's it, it can come from a plant. Yeah, it is not THC. It does not get you high. It is uh, probably useful for the endocannabinoid system. The endocannabinoid system is not well taught or studied. It's getting better. And uh, it's a very important system of receptors in uh, the human animals too and it it needs to be nurtured so CBD is probably okay anxiety they've thrown it at addiction they well they've thrown it at about everything what it probably works with best is um, it it's probably better on mood than taking something that alters your mood. It probably works very nicely to um, reduce um, situational anxiety and depression without baggage. So, anyway, what I thought I'd do is I'd uh, get you through some of the uh, newer gas station class drugs, and um, I'll, I'm sure I'm going to add to these. And I, I hope this answered your question, Amy and Carolyn. But D8 and D10... Well, I guess we'll be seeing a lot more of that. You know, and it's 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 funny. I was at a DEA meeting 
um, I spoke at one and a couple of times, whatever. It, they're great people. I got to tell you, I respect them. And um, they were talking there, the guests were talking there about how it's so hard to stay ahead of these chemicals and these um, synthetics that are coming around. There's a lot of synthetics out there. Be real careful of those. And it's just so hard to stay ahead of them. And I believe that's true. So we're going to have a lot more of this gasoline uh, class uh, and head shop class um, drug uh, come our way. So, okay, well, just uh, leave a review if you would at uh, iTunes and go visit, if you would please, the um, channel of pain information on uh, YouTube. I'm going to be talking about all this stuff with great animation and uh, little props. I try to do little props. I just try to speak as I see and I learn. And the, I think it's it's really uh, been kind of fun and I'm going to continue to expand that channel. Um, if you have any questions, paininformation.com. I read them all. I'll continue with q and This one was a fun one. Um, I, I did learn something. You know, I knew a little bit about D8. I didn't know it was so abundant, but apparently it is. So I'm behind the times. Oh, you kids out there. Um, okay, so uh, thanks again. And uh, uh, thumbs up and likes, if you would. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Bye.